Hi, Troy Murray here for another edition of Blackhawks Insider Podcast with Blackhawks forward Nick Felino. Nick, first of all, how have you enjoyed your time uh, in Chicago? I think it's been better than even we anticipated, which, I mean, I'd heard so many great things from guys that have played here, but um, just where we're living, the schools, my kids have adapted really well, and my wife's loving it. So I think when you know that the home front's taken care of, uh, everything else just falls in place, and, and this group and, and staff has been amazing so far. You've been in some great cities uh, in your career in the NHL, Toronto, Montreal, or Boston the last couple of times. Where does Chicago compare to those? Well, it's, it's up there. <laughs> yeah, it's, it is. It's, it's, I, mean, I really enjoy it. It's funny, like all different times of my life and, and career have been really, you know, I've been really enjoyed the places I played in. And I just feel like right now this is, you know, a great opportunity for our family to enjoy another city, a great city in, in the U.S. And, uh, and a great organization that's just taking care of us from day one. And uh, we couldn't be more thrilled to be here and experience this. And especially with where we're at as a group right now, I'm just really excited about helping be part one of you know of many guys in here that's trying to you know put this thing in the right direction. Uh, I think we're really excited about that. Well, I mean, let's lead into some of the questions then. Um, Luke Richardson, your head coach. Yeah. Your father played with them. You were a young kid, five, six yeah. in that area. Yeah. When there, do you remember Luke from those days at all? I do. We are we one of those kids that was always in the locker room with your dad, hanging around, being a rink rat. Yeah, it's funny too because I feel like Luke has not changed his look. He looks like he can still play. Yeah. So I just remember him. Uh, we actually lived in his house. So Luke was with us for, uh, with the team for a bit, and then he got traded. And my dad, we found a place, and we lived in Luke's house um, while we were that first year. And uh, so that's like my first memory of Luke and nice enough to open up our house to four crazy kids and uh, his house to four crazy kids. And, um, you know, so it was really special to kind of reconnect with him again than when I played with him. Um, and I tell the famous story. He, he said, I you know, like, watched me walk in the room and he's like, I got to retire when he saw me after playing <laughs> with my dad and now me. And um, and now it's really cool, though, to, to work with him as a coach. I've always admired him from afar and heard so many great things about guys that played for him and seen what he did even with our short time in, in Ottawa when he when he finished playing um, but to you know now be able to work with him and just see how great of a coach he is how much he cares about his players and um, I'm really thrilled to be able to be here and, and you know be somewhat of a support uh, staff for him too. How is the relationship different from then as a as a former player playing with them as now being a player under the head coach Luke Richardson? Yeah, I think that's what Luke does a really great job of, though. It's, it's you know, there's such a respect factor. Even at that time, right, he was so much my elder that I, I looked up to him and, and respected him. And, and, you know, he was like a coach to me. Um, but he always had that great way of connecting with you and finding ways to, to do that. And I think I got that from him a little bit with even the way I try to connect with younger players now. So he's my boss at the end of the day. And we're trying to do something together. Um, but he's, you know, he's so great. He's, he's almost, you know, he's trying to collaborate a little bit and asking us questions about what we like and what can help the team. And I think he's always trying to grow and get better. And um, so if there's anything that we've seen now as we've come up, uh, you know, we try to offer that. But, you know, he's, he's a guy that's seen a lot and done a lot. And um, I, I know he's trying to put us in, in a position to succeed. And I think when you have that belief in your coach, you're going to play that much harder for him. Are you the modern day Luke Richardson? <laughs> I don't know. He's... Uh, He's way tougher than me. Uh, nah, I don't know. I, I, he, you know what? If, if that's the, the case, as far as the mentorship be, role that you are now, that you saw yeah, him when when you first came totally. into the NHL, I would love to be able to to model myself after that. I think he was so well respected, and what he did for our group uh, in that short time, and what I've heard he's been like as a teammate from other guys. Um, you know, if that's what I get looked at as, I'd be pretty honored to have that as 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 the, the what's said about me. But. Uh, yeah, he's uh, he's somebody I've, just, I've admired and appreciated, and 
um, you know, hope to, to be able to just make that impact that he made on, on me so long ago. How would your dad describe Luke? Oh, he's, you know, my dad's just said he's just an honest, hard player that played the game the right way. Anytime you get told that or heard that about someone, I think that's just such a compliment. When you get told that you play the game the right way, um, to me, that's one of the best compliments you can have. So that's what he said about him. Just an honest man, hardworking man, and, and a guy that was just respected and, and revered a little bit just the way he played, too. You knew, you knew when Luke was on the ice and, um, you know, a leader everywhere he went. So, um, you know, to have that kind of knowledge of him early on and then to work with him and then now be again working with him, it's, it's just really neat to see how he hasn't changed as a person and, and then now as a coach. You are definitely part of a hockey family. Your dad, Mike, played over a thousand games in the NHL, a rugged player like you. Your brother, Marcus, playing with the Minnesota Wild. I know there was an article and somebody asked you that question. Was it a pipe dream for you guys growing up thinking, hey, my dad played in the NHL. Is there an opportunity that maybe we're going to play in the NHL? Maybe it's one of us, maybe it's mm -hmm. both of us. But to have both of you guys playing in the NHL, great careers and where you're at now, your thoughts on how that whole thing unfolded? Yeah, it's, as I've gotten older, I think I've appreciated it a lot more. You know, I think at first it's, you know, you're so naive to when you're playing. Like, yeah, I really genuinely didn't think I was going to do anything but play hockey, which is crazy. When you get older, you're like, oh, how naive was I? But I think that's the kind of mindset you have to have, you know. And I think because I loved the game so much, it was just, it was never felt like a job. It felt like a, a privilege that every time I got to move up a step or a level um, to be drafted and then to have the chance to get, I just, I just wanted to continue to, to have those privileges and to, to be where I'd seen my dad fall in love with the game and, and taught us the, the joy of the game. So, you know, to have this career now and, and know that it, a lot of it is because of that love of the game and the reason why you fight through some of the hard times and adversity that, that has gone on in 17 years um, has been special. And to see Marcus as well, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm his number one fan. It's, it's really cool. And, and to see your brother have success in, in a game that you both love and um, you're never really sure how it's always going to play out. But to see what he's done for his career, uh, I couldn't be more proud. You know, it's, it's funny because you're, you're enemies when you're on the ice. But, you know, I'm the first guy watching his games on the road and whenever he's playing, if I can. So um, I think there's a real respect between each other and knowing how hard this league is and how hard, you know, watching the sacrifices that my dad made 15 years in, in the league and um, and knowing how good this game has been to us, um, you know, I think that's something that's always stuck with us. And my dad, you know, another quote that he always gave us was, if you're good to the game, the game will be good to you. I think we've tried to live by that. What's the brotherly deal between <laughs> you and Marcus? Because you both, both play the yeah. same style. You both are rugged players. You know that you have to be involved mm -hmm. physically. What's the brotherly deal? It's, uh, I don't know if we'll ever you fight. Guys, you guys have been close. Yeah, you guys I don't have been know close. if we'll ever fight. I think that that would have to be really something that where one of us really took advantage of somebody else and had to step in because we're the only one there. I think, you know, my mother watching from above would probably come down and slap both of us if she saw us fight. <laughs> she saw us fight enough as kids. I think she'd be over that. But, uh, but yeah, that's probably the deal. The deal is that if whoever loses the, the series has to buy the other guy dinner. So that's, that's the other one that we like. But it was pretty special the other day scoring a you know, goal in the same game. It was pretty fun to, to have that. You know, he had that on me, and then I was able to get one back on him. And we like that a little bit more. I think we, we know who's tougher. Obviously, I'm the older brother, so I am. But, uh, <laughs> but I think we'll leave that debate, hopefully, for a long way down the road. You were the first person in the National Hockey League to win the uh, Mark Messier Leadership Award and the King Clancy Trophy in the same year. Oh, yeah, I even knew that. Never happened before. That's pretty Hopefully special. never again. <laughs> but, but that's, and, and the, the, the that's uh, cool. 
King Clancy Award is for humanitarian um, contribu uh, contributions to to the community. I, I know that this is something that you've been installed instilled with with your father. When you look back and you see that you've got the leadership award and you're a charitable person giving back to the community, what does that mean to you? Oh, that's it's special. I think that you know, obviously, I'd love to win a heart or a Ted Lindsay. <laughs> um, my teammates could pass me the puck. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I think that to me that that is is one of the ones I'm definitely proud of. I didn't know it was that that stat, but I I think I know when I found out that Mark Messier handpicks that that meant a lot to me. He's a guy that you look up to as you know a captain of captains and um, and a leader in this game for a long time and. Um, so when I, you know, when I heard that I'd won or, or, you know, been picked, it was, it was really special because, you know, to be looked at in that light, especially with how many deserving guys there are throughout, you know, the year and, um, you know, you really, it really humbles you because, you know, you, you just care a lot about your teammates and, uh, for people to recognize that maybe you go above and beyond, it really, you know, it, it really just, it, it humbles you and it, it makes you just appreciate that much more and want to do that much more for your, for your team. and. The humanitarian side, I was so privileged to see my parents. Um, they were great examples for me. And I even, and I, not even just them too, as I came in the NHL, I had really charitable guys on my Ottawa Senators team that I came into. Mike Fisher, um, yeah. you know, Wade Redden, uh, Daniel Alfredson, like the list went on of guys that would do stuff outside the game. And I just remember being like, well, I'd admire that. You know, it's the connection they made to the community and then they be, became fan favorites, not even sometimes for what they did on the ice, but how they were off the ice. and. You know, I've always felt too, when you're playing somewhere, if you can ingrain yourself in the community, um, you're part of that community while you're there, you're representing them. So I think it just gives you that connection even more and, and makes them appreciate that you're not just there to, to wear that sweater and get your money and get out. You're there to make a difference, not only on the ice, but off the ice. And hopefully, you know, you leave that community a little bit better place than when you got there. So um, that's been ingrained in me from my mother and my father and those guys. and. I've uh, tried to just instill that and, and hopefully, you know, maybe I rub off on, on the younger guys that see that as well and uh, I'll always take pride in that. How do you instill that in your children? Yeah, I hope by seeing that, you know, we, we uh, were dealt a pretty crazy hand with our daughter um, with her, you know, born, being born with a congenital heart defect and um, I think now how proud we are that she gets to see the work that we're doing in, in honor of her and, you know, hopefully she grows up and takes the reins on, she comes with us to hospital visits at Christmas time and things. And now she sees that, you know, she's on the other side of it where she used to be that kid laying in the bed. And, and it's really cool to see how she kind of gives strength to those kids. And so we're so proud of her growth, even in that aspect. And so, and even our boys, they see that and they, you know, they want, they know what, what their sister went through and now they want to help. So and that takes a lot of inner strength. Oh, big time, big time. And I, and I think that's just, that's what you do, right? You, you try to make things better than where, the way you found it. And, um, we just feel very blessed that it's not only us though, and I hate talking about it because it's, we have been supported by so many people. So I think you feel like you need to give back and you need to make sure that those people know how much you appreciate it, whether it's back to them or paying it forward. And I think when you see that, um, you know, you makes, it makes you feel like everything was worthwhile. We'll switch gears a little bit here to Corey Perry. <laughs> we're really switching <laughs> we're, gears. We're going to switch gears here. <laughs> I love it. Corey Perry, a guy that you hate to play against, mm -hmm. but you love him as a teammate. Where is that love-hate relationship between you two guys? Because I know you've had your share of run-ins with them. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, we're, we're, the bromance <laughs> is there now. It's kind of bothering me. Uh, no, you know what? I, 
you admire the way he plays. You know what? He plays on the edge, but those are the guys you want to go to war with, right? And and yeah, I'm gonna try. When I was a, when I was his opponent, those are the guys you try to negate in the game because they can make a difference. And now with having him on the team, you can see how he makes a difference each and every night. Sometimes it's on the score sheet. Sometimes it's a simple play. Sometimes it's getting under the skin of another player or another team, you know, the other team. And you love having those guys. And he pulls guys into the fight. You know, you get you're yeah. 38 years old. You know, like he's. He's a guy that's been around a long time, doesn't have to play like that, but understands the importance of doing that because of what we're trying to build with how his character is as a person. And, and then off the ice, he's a great man. He, you know, he's a guy that cares a lot about his teammates, cares a lot about his family. And it's fun to have kid the same age that we can kind of talk about life as hockey dads. And um, so I've really enjoyed getting to know him. And yeah, it does tick me off a little bit that I like him though. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't want to like him. I know. Where does Uncle Nick come from? <laughs> That's just being around way too darn long. <laughs> um, yeah, last year, I guess the guys just, uh, or a couple years ago, I guess, guys nicknamed me that. I, uh, one kid came in, Lauco, and he, you know, he called me uncle, and, and I called him nephew, and it just kind of stuck with, you know, I'm, I'm getting to that age where I probably could be their uncle or dad. <laughs> so uh, it's, it's cool, though. I think to be looked at, you kind of embrace it, right? It's, you know, you get some wise knowledge, hopefully, from your uncle. Um, hopefully not your crazy uncle, but the other uncle that you <laughs> yeah, like. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, I enjoy it. It's a, it's a fun little uh, thing I got, and I'll run with it. Before we finish this off, I'm going uh, to say a few lines, part of a lines, and I want you to finish the sentence. Man, I feel like a... Woman, no? <laughs> Should I have no, no, you got that one. <laughs> Every night in my dreams... I don't know. Celine Dion. Oh, I come on. Wow, how did I miss that? I don't know. Oh. I'm going to give you another chance. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. It was gone with the wind, but it's all... Coming back to me now. There you go. See, I got that one. That's my girl, Celine. That was my mom. Road trips. Talk about Did, have influence. You met her? Did you ever meet her? No. Seen I her met Shania concert? Twain. That was kind of cool. Not, Celine Dion, I saw her and caught my wife. <laughs> I'm going to say it anyway. <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> So embarrassing. My, my wife got me tickets to Celine Dion, and the best part was like, you know, everyone's asking me like, oh, I'm, and they all thought I bought my wife tickets to Celine Dion, but no, it was the other way around, that she got me tickets, and I was more than ecstatic to go, so kind of embarrassing, but I, we had a great time. Celine, man, she rocked it. I'm sad that her health isn't great now, but that was my mom. She, those were long car rides. You had to listen to that. Best Canadian, the great one, Wayne Gretzky, or Celine Dion? Oh, that's not fair. <laughs> that's not, not meant fair. to be fair. All right, I'm a hockey guy. I'm going to go with Wayne just for my <laughs> reputation, okay? <laughs> I love it. Nick, thank you for joining thank us. You. Uh, uh, awesome. We're here at the Blackhawks Insider Podcast. Great stuff. Thanks for it. Hopefully I'll be able to come back on now. <laughs>